pull up a bar stool. That's right. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship stuff today. And our focus is going to be on breakout. Or, no, not breakdancing. I'm going to bring it back to the 80s. That's, it's a sudden advance to a new level, is the way JR des, des, defines it. And uh, so are you wondering what a breakout month would look like, feel like, or sound like, or preparing for a breakout year in 2019? What are the things we should be doing right now? I like to look at uh, December as a planning month. And so we'll talk a little bit more about why that is and some lessons learned. But I hope you find this one valuable. So sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Lumber Digital on Facebook. It's another edition of the social media podcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we're getting drunk on entrepreneurship. John Robinson, JR, my business manager, backup CDO, back on this show. How's it going, JR? It's fantastic. I had an amazing holiday week. Bears won. So it was a good week. Did the Packers win? They stink. Packers are really bad. <laughs> Just want to make sure we got that out there. No, they're really bad. I mean, I don't know how I could be a fan of a football team that's bad every year. I mean, it's, it's tough to watch. Yeah, it is. But that's okay. So today, 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 what I really want to get into, because yes, after an amazing week of rejuvenating and re-energizing, we have about... Mm, I don't know, five weeks left through the end of the year, five or six weeks till 2019. And I want to kind of talk about like, man, what would a breakout year look like? And then I thought, well, wait a second, before we talk about a breakout year, I do some planning. We have to think about, you know, over the next six weeks using December as kind of a breakout planning month. And I think that a, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with what questions they should be asking themselves so they can reach this idea of, you know, the best year ever. So with all that said, what are your thoughts on just the idea of planning December, the idea of a better year? What, what shows up for you when you're approaching December, which this is the last week of November? Yeah, I, I really do like looking at December as a reset month and not one where we're putting, you know, trying really hard to, like, putting too much focus on revenue for that month and uh, revenue or stats or anything like that. Now, it depends on your industry. Don't get me wrong, okay? Uh, just to make sure, like, if you're in e commerce and retail and stuff like that, December is pretty important. But. Something I learned in the first few years of this business is that it can be a scary month, especially the second half of December, if you're focused on things like traffic and revenue, um, because people start just shutting down and disappearing, at least in the industry that I'm in. So like I know for the first couple of years, especially traffic-wise, we'd be like, whoa, what's wrong? What's wrong with my website? What did I do? Like maybe my SEO was messed up. Like now, now Google doesn't like me anymore. What's happening? And then so after, that's, that's what I saw the first year. And then to counter that, I would write like every day. 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep sending time. I'm going to try to get as much traffic as I can during that window, even if fewer people are. It it doesn't matter. It's just a waste of time. So now I've embraced that December is just what it is. Um, And then so to, to see it as a reset, to now see it as a month where I'm planning so that I'm ready to hit the ground running on January second, third ish. <laughs> I like that answer because you're there's a part of me that you know that I don't look at just business at the end of the year. I look at body, being, balance, and business. So I look at all four areas of my life at the end of the year to prepare for next year. And we don't have a worksheet, but <laughs> over the last week, over Thanksgiving, I wrote out like my eight practices that I'm going to get into next year so that I have like a breakout year, an ideal year, a an amazing year. And they all have to do with that framework of body being balanced and business. You, um, through the years, we haven't really talked about those as that frame, but we always have been. Like for body, for example, I mean, if we look back at years ago, this would be the time that you're like, all right, what am I going to do for a running goal for next year, which is exercise. So for all of those that are looking at your year end and you're looking at your business, it is vital to look at your body, your being, and your balance as well. Because if you don't have those for like that energy, that love and support, and that way of managing stress, because that's what those are, your business is going to be really, really hard to run. So, so with that said, we're going to go through each, each of these. Um, I think it's a, just a good exercise. So for body, there's two things on body. It's your physical body and your nutrition. So, John, what's showing up for you with, let's say, your body first? Like, what, what's the practice that you're kind of in right now? And what do you look forward to to being different or the same for, for 2019? Yeah, I need to keep running. Mm-hmm. I realize I'm not getting any younger, surprisingly. And uh, so, um, I mean, this year I'm going to run 600 miles and next year i think the plan is to run 700 miles it doesn't really matter whether i run 700 or 600 or probably four or 300 but it's it's just one of the goals that i have um because i'm kind of goal oriented when it comes to that stuff to keep me rolling um so that's that's the main thing i mean i think sleep's always important uh having downtime is always important uh you know being uh, being smart about what I put into my yep. body is important. So um, let me let me guide that a little bit because there's a part that's jumping over into being, but on the staying of the body, like a body that's alive is is one that you're using, you're exercising, you're getting stronger, your flexibility is is good, and you look at your body as an energy source. I mean, you look at it as a weapon. You look at it as something that you have to have in good condition for you to have the energy to do the work that you have to with entrepreneurship because there's a lot of work to be done. And if you're not in shape, 
then you it's really uh, it's hard to keep projects and things going because you don't have the energy. So that's the first part is your physical body. And for me, because I'm looking at like I've written out like what I want my body to be alive. I, I want to train like an athlete. I want to look at myself and do daily, weekly, monthly and quarterly challenges, which you do this. Your monthly challenge is the number of miles you're going to run. Sometimes you don't do it to the week, mm-hmm. but you kind of do it to the month. And then oh, if you realize like, oh, I'm behind, then you're chasing those numbers. But and, and overall, you you do monthly challenges, right? Yeah, yeah I would say yeah. so. So so then that last thing for me is that you, I'm training for power because as I get older, I don't want to get weaker. And that that's what it is. So when I you, when people are looking at what kind of body they want to have, you want one that's alive, and you want to paint the picture of. You used the word sleep earlier. I like this frame of I'm asleep when it comes to my physical body, and now I'm alive with it. So that's the range. It's like this range of going from asleep to awake to aware to alive, and that's what I wrote out in this. I, the eight practices to my ideal life this year. And um, as I raise the expectation of myself, and I've said this to you before, John, when I share what I'm working on and my physical body, you share it, vice versa. And, you know, you send texts to say, hey, I ran. And it's a, it's a form of encouragement and motivation. So for those that are out there that are thinking, man, how do I get from my body just feeling me feeling asleep about my physical you know, body to wide awake, it's, it's to have people to encourage you. Those are little things, you know, using setting a monthly goal or setting a weekly goal and then sharing it with people. So that's the first thing. And then second, as we were, you said earlier, is like your food intake, like getting into better practices of what you eat. And I'm, I'm almost in the, in the frame of asleep, awake, aware, and alive. I'm a little, I'm barely awake. I literally am. Cause I, I still don't eat very well. And, and our family, um, John's brother-in-law and my cousin, Brian's wife is a nutritionist. So we have someone in our family that can help guide. And I don't use her at all. I don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And me even saying it out loud, I should be asking Sarah for advice for the upcoming year. And matter of fact, since I've said it, I am going to ask. Because if I feel just barely awake to the idea of how what my food intake practices, then that's on me. And I'm not going to have the energy. If, yeah, I might be in decent shape, but at what cost? You know, eating bad food. So... So that's that second thing you said earlier is like, hey, that nutrition is important. Is there anything on your side that you think about might need some attention for your nutrition intake? Uh, I think the main thing is not skipping breakfast or lunch Mm -hmm. Uh, because I always know that we're going to have pretty good dinners. Um, But uh, it's too easy for me to like have a rushed morning where I don't have time to get breakfast mm-hmm. and then I'm like oh I gotta get out and run and then I run out of time to 
eat lunch, which seems ridiculous if I just ran. Um, and it's but you know I'll usually end up eating something and it ends up being snacks or something like I need to actually have uh, meals during those times. So that's the main thing I need to focus on. Sweet. All right, so we'll quickly move to the second one, which is being. And being, there's two parts to that. The first part is like a spiritual practice. And I'm not going to go into, everyone has their own belief system, you know, what they believe in. And you know, what, whatever it is, that is a guiding principle for a lot of people. That's where they get an energy source, an energy boost. And some people live within their spiritual beliefs into their business as well. I think the only thing that I'm stating here is that as you look at 2019, just to be aware of where you're at with your spiritual practice. Are you asleep, awake, aware, or alive with it? And whatever that looks like. And I, I, I'm i one that's still struggling with this a bit because do I believe there's something bigger than me? Of course. Do I know what it really is? Not so much. So I, I think I've always been evolving with that. So that's kind of like talking about politics a little bit and I won't go into deep in that too deep, but overall for those that are listening, if you have a spiritual faith and belief, you, that is a huge energizing boost for your business. If you're able to get into a better daily spiritual practice as well as reduce your stress. Cause I know it does for me. Uh, yeah. Honestly, for me, I think it's a uh, negotiating um, what's what's important mm-hmm. in life, and that's it. I mean, I mean, people define it and create meaning around life in different ways, using religion and spirituality and everything else. But I think the vast majority of us see value or meaning in us being mm-hmm. here. Right? So it's just a matter of uh, embracing whatever that is for you. I, I like I like the word embrace. Because it is, it is about getting your arms fully around whatever that is, and using it as a source, a source for you to do better. So that's that's a great frame. All right, the second part of being is directly related to how well you know yourself, and this is really hard to get a full understanding of what you're good at, not good at, what your strengths are, your shortcomings are. Like just getting to know you as a person is truly valuable when you are starting a business or trying to run a business. Your values, like what you choose to to set up as boundaries to, you know, on any decision you make or the people you hire. The more you know yourself, the higher the likelihood that you will surround yourself with people who, who get it. And, you know, for me, daily, I do a lot of journaling. I, I hire a lot of performance coaches. I mean, I hire accountability groups. I hire masterminds. And I say hire because that's where I spend my time. And for those that are looking at how to better understand themselves, maybe leveling up from, you know, aware to from awake to aware, might be joining a, a mastermind or something. It might be reading a book. It might be whatever it is, but it's this idea of just trying to get better. What shows up for you, John, when you think about how important it is to know yourself when not only starting a business, but being in a business 
and setting the path for the next year. Yeah, I mean, I think and this goes back to kind of um, you know some of the discussions we've had about just starting a business and what's important to you. And so establishing what your core values are and establishing what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you like to do, what you don't like to do. And all those things should drive um, primarily, you know, the focus of your business. And um, so I, it might be a matter of, you know, taking a second look at that, make sure um, those things are in line with, with this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for 2019. Yeah, and I'll add one thing to that. And the word is change. And looking at, like, what are the changes that you want to see in yourself over the next year? What are the changes that you want to see in your business? And figuring out how committed you are to those changes. Figure out how much courage you have to make those changes. I think, you know, at the end of the year, I think in December – doing a prompt or two on change, having conversations, difficult conversations with with your loved ones or your business partners on what changes should we make in the upcoming year that will make bigger impact or that will make things easier or, or more lucrative or more fun. Change is an important construct when you're thinking about, you know, where you stand and what your being is. So that's all I have to say on that one. All right, cool. So we'll move on to, so I said body being, now balance. This is the one I say I give you an almost an A plus on, and I rarely give you A pluses on anything uh, in in general, because I'm really hard. That's what family is. Family is hard on family. But John, I, in the spirit of, of balance, balance is made up of two things. It is your relationship your primary romantic relationship. So for those that are married, it's your wife or husband. For those that aren't, it's your significant partner. So the the biggest thing is, you know, to be awake, to aware and alive on how important a great partnership is with your, let's just, right. And in, in the spirit of keeping this on John, in your marriage, it's like knowing how important that time is, how important being present is. That's what helps fuel a great business is if you're able to create that type of relationship. And with that said, John, how, how are you rating yourself? Because I rate you an A plus and I hate this is recorded because you might be able to play this back for me. But as a part of our family, I absolutely rate you as an A plus partner to my beloved Lisa, which is John's wife. You do an amazing job. So thank you in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Thank you for being that. But how do you feel about it? I, I, I don't. <laughs> I think part of it's though because I'm a bit of a warrior and I, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And uh, so I honestly, living it, I don't feel like I have that balance that I need because whether it's you know the the valuable time I'm trying I, I need to be spending uh, with Lisa or the boys, or you know, is it taking away too much from business to the point where I'm not finding value finding value in what I'm doing there? So um, it's something I constantly struggle with, like most people. I, I believe it's a healthy struggle. So I I once there's a there's a documentary called The Examined Life, 
And for those that haven't seen it, it is the one of the coolest documentaries that they, a person interviews, I think it's eight philosophers, daily philo- uh, philosophers from today's time. And I think they only talk to them for 10 minutes and they talk about like what it means, what life means. And there's one philosopher that says that she feels that it is very healthy to have that feeling of never being enough. So for example, she uses the idea of giving. And she says, for those that believe they haven't given enough, they're always gonna be in the mindset of, I should just give and I should just keep giving and trying how to, versus this idea of, oh, I don't give enough and I suck. And I, I like the mindset of just saying, I'm, it's never going to be a finite end. I'll never give enough and that'll just be it. I'll just keep trying. So for those that sound like John when he just said that, change that sound because it's it's a great practice to to know that you're not doing enough, but also to know that you'll keep trying. So so I like that. I like that you're you don't think you're doing enough. So keep trying. <laughs> so so then the second part of, of balance is family. And it's you know, that's a big deal. Again, I give you an A plus on this, that you've done a great job. Wow, you and I are criers, so I could feel a lump in my throat because I, I think about I think about the boys too much. Not too much. I always like thinking about them. But um yeah, oof. So it's great. It's great to to spend time and think about what it means to be alive for your family. And and to to put it in practice, like what does that mean to be in family practice? What does that mean to you? Does it mean, you know, every morning going to get Starbucks coffee, or does it mean, you know, going out there to have your sons whoop you in a five k? You know, what whatever that means. Yes, and I was saying that because I believe that we have a family member that beats you in the Thanksgiving turkey trot. Oh, well, that doesn't really count. I was running with JJ. <laughs> Uh, so JJ and I tied technically. Actually, I think I beat him technically because yeah. I have to take I have to take those last two steps fast to make sure he doesn't beat me. But well, the other two older ones, I'm never going to beat them again yeah. until they get old and then maybe they get a broken leg or something. <laughs> so so, but again, in that framework of being asleep and trying to get to awake, to aware and alive, just think about in December. You know what what's the family. Where do you want to be more alive in your family? You know, what do you where where do you feel like you're asleep? So, um, I won't push you on that because I already give you an A plus. But uh, anything to add on how important it is to to really be thinking about you know the family and and business. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know how you make it fit is up to you. But I mean, just to a running, you know, theme for me is that family always trumps business. And so it doesn't mean that everything that comes up family related, I'm just going to set aside anything I was going to do for business. But, um, you know, I've, I've, that, the, that priority, if I've got something family, family related that I find is important, and that will trump whatever business-wise. That could mean rescheduling something business-wise or not doing something or, or whatever. 
And um, so, but that also means like on a day-to-day basis, like I find it's important to walk JJ to school mm-hmm. every day. And so that my day doesn't really start until I get home from that. Yeah. And um, so it's just little things that you can't just react on the fly. You kind of have to establish these uh, kind of core values and things up front. And it's easier to easier to um, establish, you know, what your routine is and what your obligations are as a result. Sweet. All right. So last one, business. Oof. Business, this is easy to, to slice into two pieces. The first piece is the purpose of your business. Like my business purpose practice. And if your purpose is to be really great at marketing, sales, systems, sequences, accounting, and all the other areas of the business, this is the moment for you to plan out like, hey, what's worked, what didn't work? And really think through like, what are the changes that you wanna make in those those areas or whatever areas you choose to, to pick. I mean, some of the areas could be getting better at customer acquisition or getting better with customer engagement of the customers you currently have or getting better at customer retention. So, you know, there's many areas to look at, but understanding, you know, what those promises are that you're making in your business and what your purpose is and spending some real time thinking through, you know, what are some of the changes you want to make for the upcoming year? So that's the first part. And then the second part, which is uncomfortable for a lot of people, and I would say I'm going to give John a C plus on this one, which is my money practice. And and I'm struggling with how I look at money and how I look at business. And I'm in the in the month of December, I'm reading a book on that called The Thou Shall Prosper. And it's just a book about how to think about money in a more healthy way that you can create more value than the way I thought about it, which money was bad. So with, with all that being said, it's like, hey, being asleep to money means I, I'm not really sure where I stand on it. I'm not really sure how to create it. I'm not sure how to feel good about it. That's kind of being asleep on it. Being fully alive with it, you look at it as an energy source and you look at it as, oh man, I can do so much with this. I can help people. I can create a business that fills a void because I have money and, or I fill a void and they're paying because I've filled the void. I filled, I, I, I took away a suffering that they had so they no longer have it and they're paying me for it. So that's one that I, even though it felt really natural for me to say out loud, I struggle with every day. Like I struggle with like, how do I price myself? How do I, what value am I really creating? and how do I get my value, you know, get what I feel is fair. Uh, with that said, that's for me, like all the work that I see myself having to do in December is really looking at and the business threshold of, you know, what does money mean to me? That said, I throw it back to you on both points of, of you know, the areas of your, why your business, your business purpose, meaning the practices that you want to look at being better at, and then how you look at money. And for 2019. 
Yeah, it's tough, man. I, I mean, I do look at money as being uh, kind of the source of a lot of bad things, you know, in the world, whether it be talking about the haves and the have-nots. They're talking about what people are willing to do for money, um, the lies and the corruption because of money. Um, but, you know, for me, I understand it's better to have some money than to not uh, to be able to reach some of the goals that, that we have. Now, it's not at all costs. I don't care. Like if, you know, there's a certain point where it's like, I don't really care if we make more than that. Um, it's, it's excess and it's not really important. Um, but, I mean, there's a certain level where I, I want to make sure families provided for they can go to college and kids can go to college and all that kind of stuff okay the one thing that shows up for me after just listening to that was man how would we answer that question of you know this ideal life what would an ideal look like ideal life look like with a healthy mindset around money and again i just showed you like i i literally wrote this out and went to FedEx and had it put into a little binder. And what I'm doing is I'm grabbing this little eight practices to my ideal life for 2019. And I wrote this out. I said, my money is alive. I've realized that money is an energy source that is used to help those that are suffering. This help can be actual handing of money to someone in need or creation of a business that fills the need of those in need. My new approach empowers me daily to know that no matter what happens in the world, the universe is in my favor. That's what I wrote about money. I don't know if I believe that yet. I don't know if I'm going to get there yet, but that's what uh, being in the practice of having a healthy mindset about money, I think looks like for me. And this is draft 1.0. This is something I first version. But I think as we look at 2019, now, maybe there's some other there maybe there's some more nonprofits that we can help. Maybe there's some maybe there's some things that we can do with Facebook ads that can, you know, really make a difference in some people's lives that we haven't thought of. But I think when we think of money as an energy source to help people, I think we can kick into another creative gear. I'm just not sure yet. I mean I'm I'm literally saying this out loud and have not thought about this. And I would love for 2019 to be a bigger year for us if we figured that out a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, in terms of making more money, more money for good mm-hmm. you know, would always be priority. So it's not like more money so we can get a bigger house Mm-mm. or get a, get a nice car. Mm-mm. I mean, none of that. We've got everything we mm-hmm. need. Um, so it, it would be a matter of, you know, what more good can we do if, if we accomplished X? Yeah, I like that. So summarizing, body, being, balance, and business. Those are the four principles, I'm guessing, what those are. That for all of you in December, if you're, you know, looking at any supports, and not only December, you're around. This this you know podcast is going to last forever. If you're looking for any support, 
uh, reach out to us. And I, I haven't done this in a while, but uh, I can be reached at Twitter at Backup CEO and my email address, John, J-O-H-N, at BackupCEO.com. I thrive off of this. I thrive off of helping people, you know, figure out, you know, how to have their ideal year and more ideal life by doing stuff like this. So that's all I got. That's all you got. Good stuff, man. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, definitely thanks to those of PHC entrepreneurs. I see a few of you. I see Karina and Troy and Teresa. So uh, we will be back again next Monday. Uh, until next time, do awesome things. We're out.